intro music. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Pure Evil on a Man. I'm your host, as always, Evil Eddie, and it is Sunday. It's been a crazy week. We had a little while without any MMA fights. However, last night, UFC went down in Brooklyn, and today, we are joined by no other than our good friend, Misfit Ferreira. What's going on, Misfit? How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing awesome. I mean, last night was, uh, was amazing. Were you able to catch any of the fights that went down last night? I watched a few. I had to work, so um, I watched. I seen the highlights. <laughs> so, let me ask you this though: even if you, even if you didn't watch any of the fights as a woman, how did you feel about Greg Hardy being on the same card as Rachel Ostevich? Because you actually fought Rachel Ostevich before in the past. You got the win. So how did you feel about this? Uh, you know, having Greg Hardy on the same card as her. I think it's crazy that. They didn't allow someone like that. I know back in the day, maybe he wasn't charged or something, but I know that they're not allowed. There, there was a stipulation that if you had domestic violence or something like that, that you, you weren't able to get into the UFC. I don't know if they've changed that, but I think it's crazy. Now, like, I understand people being like, Give him a give him a second shot. He did, he does. Everyone deserves a second chance. But it's really hard for me, and it's got to be hard for a lot of women out there to praise somebody for being violent. In my opinion, it really doesn't make the sport look that good. Yeah, that's it's crazy. Like the way the way that they 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 make certain exceptions for certain athletes. You know, what I mean, it's ridiculous and. I don't know, there's a lot of people that are good and do what they're supposed to and deserve a chance over some dude. And he's not, look at him, the dude needs someone in, in the head when he was on the ground. Like, hello, he's not even a pro status, he's not elite status to even be in the UFC. Like, it's, it's so stupid, like, all the way around, you know? And then, then you got people like Cowboy Cerrone. <laughs> on the prelims, like, and then you have Hardy in the Colombian event. It's absolutely crazy, so I had to ask how you felt about that. Did you think it was a good idea for Rachel to even take this fight going, uh, you know, after everything that had happened to her? Well, well, I think the best thing to do is to move on and try to excel and succeed to a race but negative, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think it was a good idea for her to take it, you know, um, you just, you have to, everything happens in everybody's life, no matter what stage you are or what level of competition, you're always going to have bullshit that happens, so you have to push through no matter what and find a way to make it, and I think it's a good thing because either it makes you or breaks you, pretty much, and she's going to have to dig deep and pull herself because she's had two back-to-back, like, big things happen to her that are bad, that she's going to have to, you know, find her real warrior strength, you know, and pull through, but I wish her the best, and... Yeah, she'll come back from this. So, like I said, you actually fought her before in the past. What kind of a person is Rachel? Is she a sweetheart? Or, or what did you think of her after your fight with her? Yeah, she was cool. I mean, she's, she's a great... She's a... She was a... You know, respectful in, in her loss and, and sweet to me. You know, we even seen each other at the uh, UFC um, tryouts, too. We both were there for the tryouts. She was sweet, you know? Had, you know, she wasn't disrespectful at all. Nothing like that. She was, she was a nice girl, so, from what I know. But 
I've heard differently, but, you know, I can't judge something I don't know for sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I mean, I know people that know her personally from Hawaii that don't feel that same way about her, but honestly, I can't tell you she's a bad person because I don't know her. So listen, it's a brand new year. I'm so happy that you're joining me right now because you had such a successful 2018. And now, like I said, it's a fresh new slate. What are your plans for this year? What do you see yourself doing? Do you have a fight upcoming or, or, or what's your status right now? Where are you at? Oh, I'm, I'm going to be super busy this year. So once this fight, I'm going to have a fight with a bare knuckle, uh, bare knuckle fighting championship. Um, in March. I can't release the date. I don't know. I can't say exactly date because it's the beginning of March. And my opponent is still pending. Uh, that will be happening in March. In April 13th, I'll, I'll be fighting Muay Thai um, in Las Vegas with Triumph. And then uh, after that, I believe it's going to be in Big So mm. I'll have a bare knuckle fight. Then I'll have a Muay Thai fight. Then I'll have an MMA fight. Is that something that you personally want to <laughs> so do? Is that... Is that something that your coach is? Is that something that Dewey wanted you to do? Uh, how did you come up with doing three different sports uh, this year? I'll try to say again. Was this your decision to do this? Try you know Muay Thai, MMA, and the, and the bare knuckle, or was it you know Dewey and your coaches? Uh, was that my choice? You said? Yeah, was it your choice to do these uh, you know different oh, yeah. competitions? Absolutely. I just I want to stay busy, and I just feel like. In order to stay busy, I, I can do all, all of them. You know what I mean? I've been practicing and, um, my everything. My Muay Thai, my boxing, everything. No, so, I, I'm, I'm ready for it all. I, I said you a tweet with Shane and Nap. Where did you guys leave off after your last Invicta fight? The door is still open? Yeah, I have one more fight with them. Oh, nice. In a contract. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. So, obviously, the big talk with me and you going into, you know, the end of last year was this fight with Beck Rawlings. You really wanted that fight you were aiming for. What happened? Um, and they're bringing in, they're fighting in Mexico, so they, they probably had to get a girl from Mexico to yeah. fight that. I, I know I should be the one fighting that, but, you know, I'm not going to sit and cry about it, you know. I'll get her the next time. She needs another warm up fight. I don't blame her. You know, she fights me. However, fighter she's fighting right now is nothing compared to me. So she's trying to hold on to that belt. They're trying to promote themselves. She's a bigger name. She has a lot. You know, she's been in the UFC. She has so much more, you know, following for, behind her. I understand what they're doing. Going there, knock someone else out again in the first round. I probably, most likely. And then. More eyes will come on me. Then we're gonna fight. So I, I, I'm pretty sure after this fight, after this fight, and you know what? I'm actually going for Beck Rawlings this fight. I want her to beat this girl so we can meet sometime um, in the middle of the year. So that's the game plan. That's that, that's what you want to do. You want to get Beck to win. You obviously need to win, and then you do want to get the bare knuckle boxing fight halfway through this year. That's definitely the plan. That is. Yeah, I would, I would want it already. You, everyone knows that. You know, I've been calling her out, talking shit to her, trying to do everything I can just to get her to, you know, demand a fight with me. But, again, like I said, she needs a warm-up fight before she, she gets with me. So, for everybody that didn't get to see Bare Knuckle Boxing, what is it about that promotion that you like the most? Because it, it really blew up this year. And you were pretty lucky to get signed over there along with a lot of other bigger names. Bare Knuckle Boxing blew up this year. 
Oh, I know. No, it's awesome. I actually like it a lot. And I feel like the fights end faster. You got to be more careful, you know what I mean? But it, I, I just feel it's less work. <laughs> yeah, in the fight, I mean, I'm training my ass off. Everybody knows that, you know what I mean? Training my ass off. But in the fight, you know, it ends quick. Because I know, like, my power, their knuckle, these girls are not going to be able to withstand that. They, they better be good in their team. That's for sure. Um... They, the promotion also takes care of us, like, like better than you know than any anyone else I've been with before. I'm super happy about it. So I've been. Know, I, um, I mean, huh? No, keep fin finish up. <laughs> oh yeah, so they take care of me. Like even when I weighed in, um, when I didn't have an opponent, they gave me my full my full check. You know, oh, like nice. they make sure that they compensate us for what we're doing. You know, and he, he does. They don't take lightly our training, or if a fighter didn't show up, and you know, we wait in everything. I mean, they're paying us, so they're they're good to me, and I don't plan on going anywhere. Yeah, that's professional, and I really think this promotion is going to have an even better year this year, especially with a lot of the fighters that they have. Now, moving forward with our interview, obviously, I love. Your Instagram. I, I love what you do on social media, and I say this on a lot of interviews where we're in the we're in the entertainment era of combat sports. Where it's like you go in there, you get a win, and it's just as important to go on social media and kind of build an audience on there. You just hit fifteen thousand followers on Instagram for it. I, I gotta congratulate you there. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, the bare knuckle blew up, and just the knockout that I had was was great. You know, and. I put a lot of, when I'm not training, I'm putting work into my social media, you know. I'm on there talking to people all day. Like, I am, like, conversating, getting personal with every single person, unless they're a douchebag. Then I just cuss them out and block them. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, and that's very important for, you know, for all the young fighters, you know, to be out there talking to people, getting themselves known, you know, being positive. People don't want us to hear negative shit, you know, so getting out there, showing, you know, what we do, um, and just showing our hard work and stuff, and people appreciate it and uh, are inspired by it, and, and I love it, excuse me. And another thing that I love about you, not only do you keep things 100, which I, you, I gotta respect, a lot of people keep how they feel inside, they don't like, you know, being honest with themselves, and honestly, not many people out there, outside of the fight world, and, and any pocket of, of, of the human race, people just, they're, they're so quiet. They don't keep things real. They're not honest with themselves. And that's something that you do. But also, you have a funny side to you. You, you and your, is it your girlfriend or your fiance? Uh, that's actually my wife. We've been married oh, like four years. Oh, wow. You're always picking on her. Yeah. You're always surprising her with someone picking on her, beating her up in bed. I, I, I love that. How does she feel about that? She's always got to, you know, stay on her toes around you. Yeah, yeah, that's what I that's what I think keeps her around <laughs> because I'm always surprising her, always you know playing around with her. I look serious, I look mean, but I'm really a you know chill person, loving and joking around when I'm not you know training. When it comes to training, I'm very serious and it's you know no playing or anything. But outside of that, you know I, I do my best to have fun. What did you guys do for Christmas and New Year's? <laughs> Sorry? What did you guys get done for Christmas and New Year's? How was your Christmas and uh, the start oh, of the New Year? Good. Yeah, it was good. I don't really like the holidays too much. Um, so I try to play 
play play it for her because she loves it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't really care for them. I'm just like, oh, you're messing up my training and all this food and all this crap is messing up my focus. <laughs> but, you know, we had fun. We bought each other stuff and, you know, traded gifts and showed appreciation for each other. Are you somebody that likes to do, like, uh, New Year's resolutions? And if so, what, what is your uh, New Year's resolution? So, I use it for, like, a reset. Like, you know what I mean? I don't have a resolution. I just kind of, re like, reevaluate the year and try to improve on things. But, like, be truthful with myself. Like, oh, you screwed up here, you screwed up there, you're doing bad here, you're doing good here. You know, make my, you know, make things, my weaknesses stronger and my strengths stronger. You know what I mean? That's, that's kind of how I use the... the What's going on at the gym? You train alongside a lot of big names. You train alongside, you know, Kevin Lee. Your coach is absolutely huge. What did, did you guys celebrate at the gym for New Year's or Christmas? Do you guys do anything cool like that there? Oh, did we do anything? No, we didn't. We trained. Just another we trained day. Christmas, 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 yeah, we trained. We trained. We trained. That's, that's what a lifestyle. Like, we lived this. Every day was a day. So moving so, forward, before we enter, before we enter here, I gotta ask you: you come out with a lot of uh, a lot of new designs and stuff throughout the year. Where can people get some of your apparel? Because I, I gotta get my hands on some. Oh man, I got. I'm gonna make some. I'm actually gonna put up. Uh cupcake right now, but a little treat before you got to go in on it? <laughs> nah. <laughs> no, no, no. I do like a pre-fight uh, camp, like I, where I start to get ready for fight camp, and I'm in that pre-stage where it's it's pretty like I'm getting my mind folded and focused to work. No mistakes. No, no mistakes right now <laughs> with food. My last, my last question to you right now. Obviously, you're a huge fan of music, especially you like to represent it on your Instagram when I tune in there. What's been your hottest track that you've been listening to lately that people can go check out if they're going to the gym right now? Oh, let me just look right here. Hold on. Let's see. Well, my favorite one for like working out right now is gets me pumped up is. Let's see. For real. It's, it's not new. It's, it's a little bit older. Rich, for real. I walk out to that too, but I use that all the time to get me, to get me going in the gym. Any new tattoos? The tip. You're going to get any new tattoos oh. this year? <laughs> um, new tattoos? Yeah. Uh, maybe soon. I need to finish all my work, but I'm, I'm concentrating more on the fight right now and, and getting ready. You got you to gotta get a face tattoo, Miss Fit. A face tattoo, yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> right above I'm your eyebrow. Maybe like 22, 23, yeah, I might be doing something that crazy, but I, the next tattoo is my 20s. Now they go to the face, I'm good. 
Misfit, I want to thank you so much for joining me once again here. This is really my last question before I let you go. Uh, Chris Cyborg and Amanda Nunes, what did you think about that fight? Do you think Chris deserves the rematch? Very last question. Uh, yeah, thank you for asking, man. Um, my heart was broken when that shit happened. But, you know, props to Amanda. She came out and did her job. Um, yeah, she deserves a damn rematch. <laughs> She's like the queen of everybody. I don't care if she still is. Uh, I think Amanda Nunes, I don't know. I don't know if they're just using, you know, her saying that she won't get the rematch um, just for clickbait type, you know, stuff. But if she doesn't get the rematch, I won't respect her at all. I think... Misfit, I want to thank you so much once again for joining us here on Pure Evo and May. You know what we like to do at this point in the interview. If you have any sponsors, any shout-outs, anything at all, the floor is now all yours. I want to give a shout-out to my team, um, uh, Black Cobra Strength Systems, my coach, Lee Cooper, my strength conditioning um, coach, uh, David uh, Hayes, um, all, my, all my teammates, um, Tennessee Vapor, uh, 100% violence, uh, try me clothing, um, and never tap. Thank you so much, Misfit. We'll talk to you soon, and we wish you best of skill moving forward. Thank you for having me. I'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye. Here you guys go, Misfit Ferreira. Now, upcoming for the next interview, we got Terry Phoenix Cartwright. Let's see if he can call in right now. Call me, bro. Call me, bro. Now, this kid's got an amazing story, but really quick, before we get into this story with Terry, big shout-out to Misfit Ferrer because I really wanted to see her fight back Rawlings over at the Bare Knuckle Boxing promotion. I thought that was the only fight that they could match her up with. Now, understand the business side where it's like, all right, let's match her up one more time. We're going to be going down, what you say, New Mexico. Let's build up back a little bit. And then if Misfit wins her next fight, then we'll set it up. But with how much attention that fight got for Misfit, getting the knockout over Tate, I was kind of shocked that they didn't match her up. With Beck moving forward, if they want to promote their promotion, I think the promotion is doing an amazing job. This adds more anticipation, more excitement. Now I have even more of a reason to tune in and root for Misfit. I have more of a reason, like she said, root for Beck Rawlings moving forward. You want Beck to keep doing good. You want her to be successful over there. She's a huge name. She's driving that promotion for the females. 
So let's see. No response yet from Terry. Terry man, give me a call, bro. You guys can follow uh, Misfit on Twitter at Christine Ferrer. That's C H R I S T I N E F E R E A. Also on Instagram. Same thing. Christine Ferreira. And I love what she's able to do with the social media side of things. I think that's a big part of this day and age when it comes to combat sports, when it really comes to any sport, but more so for MMA, because you got to look at it like our sport really grew up on the internet with the underground forums and like that. That's why we have so many fans online. And to be real, a lot of the diehards aren't too happy about that shift of, you know, fighters. Some fighters don't, they're not themselves. They try to act like Conor McGregor. People say it about Kevin Lee. I think Kevin Lee, uh, that's his personality. And I think a lot of fighters are realizing that this is a new era. Look at what happened to Whitey Mouse. He was trying everything he could. They gave him a season ultimate fighter. He was going there getting flying arm bars, choking out black belts. And still people weren't tuning in. What is going on? They like seeing fighters promote themselves. But then you have somebody like Kobe Covington, and he takes it a little bit too far as the heel, and it kind of whips him back in the face and sets him back. Christine Ferreira has such a nice balance. I think there's a lot of women out there and men that can relate to her and feel her, uh, feel her struggle of trying to be number one in the sport. It's a very tough sport when you have all these new faces of females in the last couple of years coming out of Invicta, uh, coming out of... All these promotions. Look, they just had... Bellator just went down to Hawaii to promote Alina McFarlane. I was just at PFL to see... Uh, oh, what's what, what's our, what's our girl's name? Oh, I can't think of her name. Oh, you guys are going to kill me right now. Wow. Big, big brain fart. But the girl over at PFL right now, they, they, they said... Oh my God, it's going to drive me nuts if I don't think of her name right now. Let's look it up. PFL female fighter. Oh my god. Somebody help me out right now. I'm going to be so mad if I can't remember her name. Christina. Wow. 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 Kayla Harrison. There it is. Kayla Harrison. There are a lot of females in the sport right now. And if you go back 10 years, no one would ever have seen them opening up the females for the UFC. Bare knuckle boxing. How cool is how our sports really blossomed on ESPN last night? You know how huge that is? And I got to say, I really enjoyed the ESPN Plus app. $5 for the month. $4.99 for the month. You have, last night after the fights, I actually watched like UFC 66, Tito Ortiz versus Chuck Liddell uh, 2 on there. It's actually really neat seeing that. And it's a lot cheaper than having UFC fight pass. Now, here's another thing. If Terry doesn't call, I, I got to end on this note. Here's another thing about everything with the ESPN era. I have to take back what I was saying about this not being a good idea to grow the sport if you want to get new fans. Because we saw last night, even though it was on ESPN+, Plus, they had the prelims on ESPN. You had Cowboy Cerrone on there, put on a phenomenal performance. You had JoJo go on there, put a phenomenal performance. It couldn't have gone any better. I rated it a 9 out of 10. I did the recap show down below. You can find it on YouTube at youtube.com slash pureevilmma. Also, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify. Here, let me pull you guys in to the big screen. I don't think Terry's going to call in. 
Very unfortunate. I was looking forward to him sharing his story. No word. No word from Terry. We're getting the cold shoulder. You guys can still give him a follow at the feet at the underscore Phoenix 04. I gotta cut the stream, guys. A little disappointing that he didn't call in here. Uh we're supposed to call him 13 minutes ago. No word. So it is what it is. I'm Eve Letty from Pure Evil May, guys. White Knuckles Leanne. Remember, without evil, there's no purity. Baby's us.